Clay School Few Minutes for Families podcast. This is James Milford, head of school at McClay School. We know our families are busy, but never too busy to learn more about their child's opportunities and ways to partner together to better prepare them for the challenges and opportunities of tomorrow. Our promise to you is expert advice, relevant information for your McClay experience, and the best educational journey possible with outstanding educators who do amazing work every day. Today we have Frank McCowan with us. Frank has been with us for a little bit over 10 years, and I would say my partner in crime on a few programs here at the school. He is a director of Center for Learning. Frank, first of all, thank you for the work you do, the passion that you bring to the, uh, to the students and to the school. And just a little background for the Center for Learning. So this is, again, my sixth year as head of school. There was a need in our student body to have a central place where conversations about learning could take place. We have extremely talented faculty, extremely talented students, but in a school with three different divisions, with 960 kids, over 100 faculty members, we needed a theme that ran through the entire school and one place that could hold those things and serve uh, a lot of kids. So, Frank, can you walk us through, you can even go back to how we started, but what does the Center for Learning do and who does it support? Well, thank you, James. I appreciate the invitation to be here today. I um, think that what we really thought about when we were imagining the Center for Learning was a place where we could have a conversation about all children and how all children learn differently and a way to meet everybody's needs in a fair and equal manner and make sure that we keep McClay's academic rigor fully intact. So when I think you and I were discussing the Center for Learning, we needed a central location from which we could have those discussions We needed a central location from which we could talk about uh, different students' needs and how to meet those individual needs and really give a tailored approach to McClay's curriculum. And so we work individually with students. We work with faculty. We work to provide some of that differentiation that may not be possible in the regular classroom, but we also work in classrooms as well to make sure that kids are having their needs met to the greatest extent possible here at McClay. Currently, you say we needed a location. So currently, we've stolen some space in the library. That's correct. And uh, long-term vision is the current science building. Uh, and this is a part of the I Think campaign. Uh, the construction on campus right now is for the Beck Family Innovation Center. And all of the current science faculty will shift over there in uh, 2020, 2021 school year. And then the Center for Learning, after a little bit of remodeling, will shift into that centrally located space because the Center for Learning, it's not an upper school thing. It's not a lower school thing. What would you say is uh, some of the greatest accomplishments or the distance that you've been able to cover over the last few years in each division? I think one of the most important things is to have clear lines of communication across the divisions uh, about students. And I think that especially this year, as we have a series of academic deans uh, or a group of academic deans in each division who are really in tune with 
the the students in their divisions and, and who can communicate with faculty specifically about those children uh, and get feedback from faculty about those children and meet with those children i think i think that is a huge stride forward because mm-hmm. i think that we really didn't have that communication um and that and that's um real student centered focus from a specific individual who's designated to do that that's in located in each division. So I think that's been a huge accomplishment. I think we've also been able to expand the services that we're able to offer because we now have three full-time learning specialists and a part-time learning specialist, whereas three years ago we had just me, and it was pretty <laughs> challenging to, to kind of meet, meet the needs of, uh, of students in all three divisions with just one guy. So um, I think that we have – McClay has really put students and student support first – over the last few years, and I, I'm I'm really excited about that. And I think that that having that new space uh, when we get there will be a place for us to to develop all of those ideas so that we can support students even better. So one of my favorite examples is that we had a student who was very uh, proficient in lang- languages, um, but she didn't have the opportunity in her schedule during the school year to add another language. So what we were able to do is we were able to work with a McClay faculty member to offer her that course over the summertime. And she was able to complete that course over the summer and then join into the next level course once she entered high school. So we were able to do that for a middle schooler who was rising into our ninth grade. And I don't, that was not something that we were, we were able to do before. And so to be able to meet her individual needs really, I thought was a great and exciting moment. Hmm. Uh, Another thing was we had a student who was a homeschooler who came to us in fourth grade. And for whatever reason, the mom had, you know, just sort of admitted, look, we really had a hard time with the math. And the student seemed to be, you know, intellectually and academically completely capable. But what we were able to do when she entered was we were able to design a, a separate math class for her so that we could ramp her up to fourth grade level. And she did that within the course of three or four months and then joined the regular fourth grade level class. So we were able to individualize and tailor for that student. And she's doing fabulously uh, yeah, in, in our upper school now. Well, in it aligns with, and parents, you've heard me on this podcast before talk about my favorite word in the mission is each. Mm-hmm. And I would say that over the last few years, as as we talk about meeting students where they are, and I loved what you uh, said at the very beginning, that all of us learn differently. We've got 965 students here. All of us approach learning just a little bit differently. And, and building that sensitivity, and I would say making it a safe space mm-hmm. uh, to learn and to be your own learner, because there is certainly at a school like McClay, it's rigorous, it's hard, there's pressure, but our outcomes are exceptional because the students figure out how to learn. And I know that in the Center for Learning, you're an active driver of the conversation about executive functioning. Yes. Um, just as we as we draw the podcast to a close, how do you see executive functioning playing out here and those conversations working at the school? Right. So a group of us went to an academic support conference in uh, Nashville, Tennessee last year, and executive functioning was probably the most hit on topic. And, and we, we came back with a, an excitement and an interest in really informing our faculty and our children, our students, uh, as well as parents about 
these executive functioning skills. And just briefly, executive functioning skills are all the skills that you need in order to achieve a goal. So planning, prioritizing, uh, self-regulation. Life skills. Life skills, all yeah, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, so first of all, we are working on training faculty. We did I did a professional development session with them in the, in the spring, and we're doing book study groups through the course of the year. And we're finally culminating with a a speaker who is coming down from Nashville to talk to us about implementing executive functioning skills into the uh, into into the instruction, and then we're also having active conversations with our students, particularly in middle school as they're starting to develop these executive functioning skills. And then, in addition to that, you know, when we see, for example, a an assignment that looks at or that requires a really heavy lift for a student's executive functioning skills, that's when I can work with an academic dean to then say, hey, let's take a look at whether this is developmentally appropriate and let's let's help the faculty member design something that might be more within the, than the, the, the realm of what's achievable or at least inform the mm-hmm. faculty member of like these might be some roadblocks that these kids are going to have based on the executive functioning skills that they possess at this particular age. In a previous podcast, we talked with Barbara Rubio Gomez, the middle school director, and, and she had really pointed out that the middle school in particular, and all students are on their, on their own journey in terms of learning, but it was a time to... Uh, fail forward. It was, you had to feel safe with failing a little bit and figuring out your own pace and figuring out your own learning style so that you could be successful. And I love the fact that at McClay, there is, we've been able to build this feedback loop within the administration and faculty so that as, a, as an assignment test, quiz, some formative assessment comes through, we can see, okay, from a sixth grade standpoint, this requires a little bit more lift than the sixth grade in general or this group of students or this individual student's uh-huh. head. So we can we can meet them where they are. So kudos to you. Thank you for leading that conversation. And thank you for all the administrators and faculty out there and donors who've believed in it and helped launch that. And the Center for Learning, uh, I know Frank and I believe in it. And it's the essential part of the conversation about individual learning so that these students can be inspired, determined, and unstoppable. So if you feel this information is helpful and may inspire or inform others, please share it. Also, if you have any topics or questions you would like covered in the Few Minutes with Families podcast, please email podcast at mcclay.org. Until next time, ever forward. Mm-hmm.